the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Jason Allen Key. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. Coming back at you with a fresh new episode. Uh, we got Jason Allen coming King. Coming in hot, Will. Coming in yeah. hot, buddy. We, I mean, you know, I'm so excited. Can you hear the excitement? I can't. It's, I, I can't contain myself listening to it, actually. I know. I, I'm, I'm getting a little hyped, too. Uh, Jason's here. Brian's here. Brian. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going? And we have a very special guest with us today. We do. Well, a special guest. <laughs> this man. This man is known from here to here. Uh, no, nah, I'm kidding. No, this guy, this guy, no, this guy goes all over the country. I mean, he's performing yeah. all over the country. Uh, he's one of the young, hot names he in porn. Right. <laughs> he does some comedy too. <laughs> Ray Money Jr. Everybody. Hey, Ray hey. Money Jr. Yo, what's up, what's up? Ray Money Jr. His shirt says, "Follow the money." Follow. I, was, I was trying to figure out who he was introducing. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> He said, hot name in porn. I changed, turned my head around so I could look like Mr. Marcus. The, well, the, the money shot. It all fits. Uh, Whoa. It all fits. Uh, uh, this is going to be very interesting. You don't have to watch. I'm just telling you what he does. <laughs> it is, um, it's safe to say that Ray's name has come up in 25% of the podcast we've done. Probably you, he, 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 you may be the most mentioned comic in, yeah. in the history of the Comedy Zone podcast. Uh, thank ah, you. well, shit. Yeah. I'm a, I'm we 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 make fun of Ray. <laughs> hey. So we thought at a point we did it so much yeah. that we had to have a man come in. <laughs> hey, and, you, I appreciate it. <laughs> no, really. No, wh- well, one of the main reasons that, aside <laughs> from the fact that he's funny and he'll be a great guest, is that uh, we took a trip. Me yeah. and Ray went on the road together. I followed the money. <laughs> was it? Was I it went there? ahead and decided to follow the money. <laughs> was the, was the money there? Is the there was there was lots of money. Lots of money. All right. Saving. Lots of money. It worked. A lot of saving money. That's <laughs> and, and hella breakfast sausage, <laughs> which is what which is really what I loved about it. Yeah, Here's what happened. So okay, so I'm gonna take it back because I know Ray gonna call me out, and I've called myself out on the podcast for this. Here we go. So buckle up. I say, Ray, do you want to come on the road? He goes, uh, yeah, man, let's do it. <laughs> so I gave the name. Sure. Said, said, yeah, I told Lynn, yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring Ray. He was like, cool. So uh, Ray goes, oh, yeah, by the way, I'll uh, bring my wife. And I said, uh, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> because, but here, because, because here's what happened, right? Like, I had met her before. And I've said this on the podcast. Ray's wife, Tara, is sweet as apple pie. Yeah. Like, she's the sweetest. Everybody says that. You talk to her around, everybody yeah. says it. Nobody knows how Ray got her. That's a separate thing. Yeah, uh, yo. Yeah. Nobody knows how Ray got her. <laughs> Married <laughs> up, buddy. Married up. Is right. he, uh, he, she makes I know it better. It. I know it. It's yeah. all right. As Neo would say, she's she probably going to listen to this. I love you. <laughs> yes, yes. She will listen to this. But so I, so I thought she's sweet. And you know how comics talk. You know, especially when you're working on bits. Yeah. You know. So is it funnier if I put it 
<laughs> Put it in the front or the back? Where were you going with that? <laughs> Is it funny if the dick hits me in the face first or the side of the head? <laughs> you got to go side of the head because then the crowd sees it swinging around. So that's the conversation. So I'm like, this sweet as pie woman, I would feel awkward having those conversations mm-hmm. around. But uh, uh, eventually it worked out to where I said, yeah, we'll just ride together. I'll just, uh, well, mostly because uh, I knew, I felt like they were going to drive a lot and I don't. Yeah. Sounds like the word. <laughs> so you, it, you, you know where the decisions are coming from me, with Will, man. Usually it's me driving <laughs> like crazy, but I'm like to have equal distribution here is hold on, that that sounds all right. Yeah. Oh, so so it, eventually I go over there. Uh, we 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 get on the road. Best decision I could have made. Yeah. We had so much fun. I think we laughed from. The time we left, almost to the time we got back. I mean, yeah. it, it was it was ridiculous. That's great. And man. Ray came through in the clutch. Okay, I m- mind you, I brought Ray on to talk about this. He hasn't spoken yet, but I but I will. <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna wrap it up here. Like, right. I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up here in two seconds. In the third segment. In the third segment. Yeah, we'll right, get I'll to Ray it. after the interview. <laughs> but for me, uh, here's how I saw it. So we uh, they had a schedule to stay at a Motel Six. And uh, I read the reviews on the Motel 6. And uh, <laughs> my friend uh, Tiffany, who's uh, she's going to make, well, she, I don't know if she's going to make an appearance, but she's one of my coworkers. Mm. Uh, she said, she read the reviews and she said, uh, you're going to catch a disease if you stay there. <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> I looked and the reviews said, great customer service. And by the hour, yeah. customer service by the hour. We'll, we'll leave the crabs on for you. <laughs> what was the front say? It was a sign and say, uh, what is it? Newly remodeled residence. I seen somebody was living there. Like this is. Oh <laughs> man! Yikes! Yeah, dude. I the first ten reviews all said the customer service, the front desk is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh shit, they got a great front desk. How bad could it be? Yeah, right. And the Tiffany was like, did you scroll past that? And I went down and started looking, and I'm like, they talking about bed bugs and all kinds Ooh, of crazy shit, yeah. roaches. And I had a roach, and he went from one wall. And I'm like, hold on a minute. So that's why I said I can't stay there. So then we were and then a certain we said, lifestyle that you're used to, Will, and you don't you don't come down <laughs> yeah. from that. Well, we'll get to that in a minute because <laughs> things have changed. It's <laughs> on a new level. So <laughs> I'm on a new level, okay? So, <laughs> so so but no, so I went in there and then eventually they had some confusion because they didn't have a reservation for us, right? Yeah, we went there and we were standing at the desk and the guys was like, No, we nothing. So, so much for those reviews at the front desk. Huh? <laughs> yeah, right. front desk went out the they didn't, uh, so they they so so the guy said, "Listen, man, do you want do you want to uh, keep the cash for it, or do you want to go and uh, you know just try to redo the reservation?" I said, "Just give us the cash. We'll figure it out. I don't yeah. want to stay here anyway." And Ray's family lives like an hour and a half from there. His mom and dad. So we just went and stayed with them. When I tell you. That his mama fed us. <laughs> I ate and slept two days straight. No lie. It's all I did. It's all I did. I drank, ate, and slept two days So how straight. far is it from the venue? Uh, what, from? From Fort Walton? Yeah. Oh, is that where it was? It was Fort Walton. It was, it was an hour and a half from you. Columbus. Yeah. About an hour 45 oh, okay. minutes. Right. So I, after the show, just got back on the road. That's great. Yeah. Like it was, Columbus was nice. I, I took a shower at the venue, so this is yeah. They had a said, you know, I don't know. Columbus upstairs has showers, really. That's what they said. Make yourself at home in that big room in the back. 
And he's dead. He <laughs> himself home. Ray pulled out a bathrobe, slippers. <laughs> I said, man, that brother knows how to be home. It was a shower, like an art gallery. I'm like, the fr- I'm probably the first dude to be walking with his shirt off in the art gallery. <laughs> 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 I made a memorable experience. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing. I'm so serious. <laughs> yeah. Had a little bit like that. She had a good time. Hey. Oh, man. A little bit. You know, everybody, we've got a lo- little got bit. Is a the little best. bit. Yeah. She's, she loves that place so much. <laughs> So she was there. Of the, the, course. Shop, the showers are for her. She's <laughs> actually they they keep her there now. <laughs> Is that what happens? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, they well they have it. Uh, it's so and you don't. It doesn't even look like it's that big when you standing mm. outside. Yeah, there. right. But anyway, we walked in there. Uh, great shows. Like I said, we uh, we just laughed, and you know how it is with comics, just you know talking and laughing and talking about the lifestyle, the game, and everything else, man. It was just so, uh, just so good to be able to do that with somebody that yeah. you get along with, and that is funny and all that stuff. Because you know what it's like when yes. it's somebody that you would rather not be around a lot. Yeah. And, and him th- and his wife are like that. Like I get along with them both like that. <laughs> like Apple it's pie. crazy. Tara is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Hey, what's your little? He's hitting on her from the. Hey, baby. Uh, he's no longer. What's her name? What's your wife's name? Sandra. You know what? Uh, Sandra, you listen to this. I need the invite. Sandra knows there's only one ignition that gets my car going. <laughs> Brian and I are slowly backing mm. out of the room right I'm now. No, no, no. I'm not comfortable play. with anything that's yeah. happening in this room. <laughs> Well, good you know, struggle with black men talking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> this goes back many years, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's many it. Years that's a little nice. generational penis envy at work right now. He <laughs> said, God. what? Hey, generational listen. penis look at these, look at these working mitts. right now against the brothers you in the room. You can't make that. Look at these mitts, goddammit. <laughs> hey, very good about it. He said, wait a minute. Now, you don't want to say he made you it don't le- threaten a condom. You know what you said? You made it less confrontational <laughs> by saying penis. <laughs> <laughs> That condoms are nervous. Scale so. it back. If he had said dick, it would be. <laughs> I was too technical. <laughs> I should have gone penis. I should have gone penis. I should have said. That's dick. not the first time Will said that. I think. I gone. That's a fair statement. I thought this was a clean show at first. I was like, wait a minute. Oh <laughs> no, this, Will, this show is Will filthy. Here. I could tell because he's. he's now, I'm just playing. I've heard it a couple times, but I was like, maybe my episode will be clean because. <laughs> no, I your episode's filthy already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you started with dick upside the face. <laughs> yeah, man. I was trying to make my point. And then you just was talking about dicks before I knew it. You know, that's so how, how it is. But we're so talking fun. about comics on the road. Fort Walton's a long drive. Fort Walton's a long drive. Yeah. Um, we went there, had a good time at Fort Walton, too. Yeah. Great crowd. And I mean, the crowds all week were good, right? Yeah, great crowds, all shows. That's your this fir- it's your first time, by the way. Going first down. time. Uh, it was an amazing experience, man. Get a chance to watch Will. He's crushing. Fun to watch him. So I, d- yes. I only did it one time, actually, with Will. So uh, to he, do fi- it. he fired me and had you come. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I, I appreciate when people get <laughs> I, 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 See, I'll be honest. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Jason would be funnier when I brought him. So do those crowds, man. You know, some, sometimes yeah. you know everybody wants to root for people, <laughs> but it's sometimes it's good to see people fail. Sometimes, yeah. this is, no, I think everybody's like that. You think about it, every everybody has a little bit. You know, I hope they fail. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. I mean, we all kind of root for it, but think about it. By low closing, when they shut their doors, they people get excited. It's a closing, going out of business. Everybody gets excited. Yeah, yeah. You can get some deals. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> People I are like, know. I like that one joke you do. <laughs> I like that one joke. I'll take that. You, you, you died. Going out of business. But now, if you think about it, like, like the going out of business thing, people get excited about that. That's, yeah. 
So so innately we have a certain thing like a little yeah, thing. So there was part there. of you that was like, I hope this motherfucker will bombs. <laughs> no, because I love tired of him smiling all the damn time. <laughs> it's too fucking good. Like you just <laughs> it's good, right? No, the mic went out in Fort Walton. Fort Walton. When I tell you he did a professional job. Like he tried to wrestle with it for a minute and then he was like, you know what? I'm getting rid of this. And he went a cappella and still crushed him. So <laughs> went, it was He it was, sang his jokes? Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah that's amazing. <laughs> Kinda, you know what I mean? Dick went out the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it did. The mic went out. I, it was right <laughs> around when I was banging it up against my head. You know the bit mm. that involves yeah, that. I do. Ba- and uh it went I don't know whether that did it or what happened, but mm. it just went out. And Probably. I said, yo, I'm like, y'all want to, I said, y'all <laughs> want to do it a cappella? I said, you want to Hamilton this shit? I just yelled at <laughs> jokes. And they said, yeah. So we just put Dying the mic over. Will Jacobs. He was, <laughs> he was a stage play. <laughs> it really did become a one-man play. It really yeah. did. Because then you have to perform to, to, op- to compensate for the lack of amplification. Yeah. So you're amplifying with your movements. And making it bigger because the sound is not. Yeah, and I and I, you know, I said I've been there. That's that's not that's a sizable place. It is. It's yeah. like there's a lot of like angles. It goes kind of deep in the back. There's even pool tables like way in the back. Like it was. But they could hear me in the back, right? Like yeah. I projected yeah. enough. I just said, but that that's what the challenge was. <laughs> yeah. It was how do you project enough without screaming the jokes, right? With and keep the nuance of and like, keep the nuance yeah. and the subtlety and the, all that and the quiet moments in the jokes, but they still got to hear the quiet stuff. Yeah. Right. So it was a challenge, but, uh, you know, it's um, – and that was the thing that people talked about after the show when they talked to me about my set was just yeah. like, oh, my God, and the microphone went out. I've never seen that. So in a way, it was a blessing. It was cool because people got to see me do it that way, and I think mm-hmm. they gained an elevated level of respect for me yeah, from I, seeing me do you that. You would have to, right? To do that and it come off being successful, yeah. I mean, for like the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Like not It was like a good 10 minutes? Was it that bit. long? Yeah, wow. That's a long time. Yeah, were people trying to work on the mic in between or? Yeah, yeah. dude, you came over. <laughs> was trying. It wasn't. It wasn't nothing happening though. Oh, <laughs> right he, during the middle. Yeah, of the he set. kicked the tires. That was about it. Yeah, yeah. he like, came over. Was like, <laughs> it broke. <laughs> oh. It don't work. <laughs> nah, what's my man's name? He was the DJ. What was? Uh, uh, Josh Steve. Josh, DJ Josh, white guy, DJ Josh, Steve, Josh. I don't know. <laughs> Steve Josh. I think it was Steve was, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing everything. It was like, uh, you gonna write the checks too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DJ. I was like, all right. But then they had the cold cuts. Yeah. Deliver- that was a green room experience, wasn't but it, buddy? They, they had, but then they had this chicken salad that was different. Oh. The chicken salad had barbecue sauce in it. Mm. Now, have you ever had barbecue sauce and chicken salad? Was it like mayonnaise and barbecue sauce, or was yeah. it just? Oh yeah, I don't know. Both. I was like, at mm. first, I was like, oh, this I is, and I was like, no, nah, I don't, yeah. I don't think I like this different. Most of the time, but I like barbecue sauce on the side anyway. You control the amount that's on it. Yeah, yeah. but you would put it on a chicken salad? No, uh, probably not. No. Yeah, I couldn't even mix like mayonnaise. on a chicken sandwich, maybe, but not on a right. chicken salad. But like, I can't mix mayonnaise and barbecue sauce. Yeah, Who's out here doing that? I can do that. You could do that? Like on a burger or something. So I, I yeah, on a I didn't, burger. I, I didn't try okay. it on a chicken, so but on a chicken salad? Like in in it yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are somewhat conflicting flavors, I think I would say. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would I would agree with that. Yeah. I, I, unless that's like a deep south thing, maybe. <laughs> well Ray is from <laughs> like the deep south. Deep enough. <laughs> yeah, he went to the Paris house, so he's <laughs> But let me tell you something. His Ray's mom can cook. 
and can cook. I'm talking about she made breakfast. I her food, the food was the sausage. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Okay, so he, he's in. apoplectic right now. I heard he about, can't even I, get it out. I, I heard about two things. I heard about two things <laughs> coming in: the sausage and his mama's sweet tea. Okay, those are things that De- Deacon Dean. We know Deacon Dean, <laughs> yeah. right? Everybody, with a, Deacon Dean was. <laughs> he talked about. Ray, it please tell them what Deacon Dean said about yeah, your mama's uh, iced tea. Uh, I did a show just about four years ago. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> that I did in my hometown. It was uh, Deacon Dean hosted Amster Hughes Open, Ryan Davis uh, featured, and I headlined it. And um, the show wasn't a great show, but the one specific moment that stuck out. Because uh, everyone came to my parents' house, and <laughs> Deacon Dean, when he got to the show, he said, he said, the sweet tea was so good, if I wasted it in the carpet, I'll suck it out the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> oh and then I was just picturing Deacon Dean trying to suck some suck tea out, out the carpet. Yeah, that's a, that was all I did. It's actually, and, and he said it because so many, my, my mom has fed so many people around the city, Yeah, and, and she's just like that. She'd give out plates and things of that nature, wow. so... She's been a caretaker for many people around there. So no kidding. Sounds like a great lady, man. Yeah, man. So. She's fantastic. Yeah. We had such a great time. I kind of talked a little bit about it last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and the funny thing is, man, some of the best experiences are the ones that you count out. Like, you know, like I, like like with riding with Ray and his wife. Sure, I'm right. like, oh, yeah. come on, this is going to be. And you be telling yourself, like, man. And then I'm going to say this, <laughs> and she's going to say that, and I'll be quiet. I'll be sitting back there like, ah. But then you play it all out, and then it's like it happens, and it's like, oh, this was amazing. Yeah. This was a great time. Well, it's one thing to, like, know you guys. I never, I don't know your mom. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to what I'm showing up to. Right. You know what I mean? She yeah. could have, like, you know, no. Exactly. It like could be I, nasty. I I'm met the bro- like, I met your brothers. This was yeah, a, yeah, right, right. a great experience. I was like, <laughs> I yo. Was, that's right. They, they were down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah, is like... Yeah. Uh, They're like the Gronkowskis. Which, what show was that we were uh, <laughs> We did the factory. The factory. factory comedy room. Yeah, this was like... Yeah. I was like, he's not nothing like, yo. I, like, it, you know... <laughs> you think, he met my, all my brothers are big. And he was just like... <laughs> I was so surprised. I was like, you know, he does a joke where he was talking about him, and I was like, you know, you kind of like you be- like, didn't believe him. First of all, you don't even like he might not even have any brothers. Like, that's <laughs> right, just a joke. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm gonna a joke. never know, right? But then you see him, you're like this looks like a, a bar graph. This is <laughs> right. That's <laughs> right. exactly what it looks like. So, yeah. like, so I tell you, they're big, man. I didn't get messed with. I'll tell they're you what. big. Good dudes. So, so then uh, we came back. Uh, everything was uh, was great, man. I mean, it was cool. just a great trip, um, great times, and all of that stuff. Good work. Guys. So, so, so uh, where, where are we at in terms of time? We got any time? Man? We're at about eighteen minutes. All right, we got it. Okay, so Ray, tell us. Uh, I mean, we do have you here as a guest <laughs> as well. Tell us about kind of uh, your starting comedy and and uh, you know just everything else involving your journey through this. Oh wow! You know uh, everything. Everything, <laughs> literally. And we got, what, two minutes? Yeah. Two, oh, that's right. <laughs> and by the about way, that. you have two minutes. Yeah. All right, hey, look, first of all, I was born. That was <laughs> step number one. I was one. born by the river. Uh, kind of in a nutshell, uh, I'm kind of the same as everyone. I don't know about you, Will, but they've always told me I was funny. Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> definitely. But uh, this, I just kind of fell into it, really. Uh, when I was it? A, How long ago? Ooh, I started 2013. Oh, uh, yeah. Born. I'm sorry. How long ago were you born? <laughs> I believe is the question. Right? 86. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still fairly young. My hairline doesn't 
reflect that, but <laughs> we don't talk about that here. Hairlines. <laughs> yeah, this we, is, we all old men. We don't <laughs> talk about hairlines. <laughs> we don't talk hairlines. No, you still got hair. Like <laughs> yours is still. Will he's got a mohawk. Like how you? <laughs> By that, I'm just trying to distract you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I started 2013, and uh, I was at the time I was a single father. I had my son here with me, and. Uh, through some custody issues, uh, my son has went to his mother. Uh, nothing good to say about her at this moment. <laughs> he talks about her in his comedy very lovingly. <laughs> yeah, yeah love, right. love, it's very passionate. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> passionate about her, this yeah. is true. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I had a lot of time left on my hand at that point. So um, I was always thrown. I just decided to stumble into one of the comedy clubs. At that time, it was uh, in uh, Fort Mill. Uh, there's a club there. Actually, I think Will you hosted at one point. Yeah, I, I did. And so you, who was hosting when you went out there? Uh, Chris Carrado. Oh, that's right. Okay. Mm. So that yep. was just before I took over. Yep. That was the oh. first. Oh, uh, I, didn't know, I didn't know Chris was doing it before you. Okay. Chris hosted that thing a few years. Uh, hosted Fort Mill for a few years. Okay. Yeah. Now, did you uh, mm -hmm. go back to that? So you had time on your hands. So did you? were you like trying to fill that time because you were sort of... Uh, yeah, like I struggling was, with not having your son there was it yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, because I was wow. any and everything. It was me. I was day drop off daycare, all these different wow. things. So from with no support of any sort. So it was just me. And uh, I'll talk. I'm, I'm starting to get to the point where I get into it. And I, through our trip with Will, yeah, uh, he's kind of opened me up to actually speak more about it because some of it's hilarious and some of it's like yeah. <laughs> the meanness come out of me like, yo, you what? <laughs> right, that's, there's that's comedy but, though, right? Exactly. But that's I mean, I was still hilarious, but yeah. <laughs> um, so I had time. That was pretty much what it was, trying to fill time, because now you're going from having so much to do. I was like almost an empty nester at an early age. Wow. So I was like, all right, you go from diapers and and doing everything with with your small child to all right, now it's just you. And now you just get to get to the apartment, and no one's there. House, no one's there. It's just you I now. You just do, make right. dinner and <laughs> wait till the next day. So I, I wild, man. that's depressing. Man. Yeah, it was. It was very depressing. And I think that's a part of. It. I'm thinking that's a part of where my because a lot of my situation. I, I, most of my uh, comedy is it's got a whole lot of truth to it, yeah. which. It may not seem to it, but yeah. <laughs> seem like it because I'll kind of stretch it some. But it's, it's a really interesting idea. Empty yeah. nester at an early age. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's like, like I mean, I'm, funny like, to, I'm la laughing at you right now. Hilarious. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Like when I say no, funny, I mean interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's a, yeah. Yeah. like I don't know of any other people that have gone through the journey. Like I was married, divorced, and married again all before the age of thirty. Hmm. So wow. <laughs> you get stuff done. You live a full ass life, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Remember, <laughs> Steve Harvey of. <laughs> <laughs> Started I'm sure I would have followed the money. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is hey. rough stuff. <laughs> it was, man. But so, the, but so tell tell us about the first time you took the stage. Where was it? Do you remember it? It was, was for a like? meal. Uh, first time I never. The first time I went, I it was open mic. I never intended to actually go up. I just was going to watch, and just to be honest, it, so many. It was only a few people in there, so it was maybe like ten people in there at the time. So, and the people that most of those comedians and they were going up, I was like. Fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's what you said. So that's what you sat there and thought to yourself before you went up. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. It was because 
just generally as a, not at that particular time, I wasn't a comedian. I didn't consider myself a comedian at all. So it was just, yeah, I think I'm a funny dude. And I could try it. It's just like every other person that comes you up to you. Story, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, all right, I think I could do this. And when I went up, actually, I was better than most of them. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of laughs. So, <laughs> and that's, it kind of hooked me because I did get laughter when no one else was. So I was like, yo, maybe this. I, can, I fit in. I could do this. I could do this. Yeah. And, and then because I did. E being my first time, I mean, some of that may have. I mean, I was still, you know, pretty green, I could say. I guess that's it. And so, I st- and being new, so I look at me and say, "Yo, hey!" They hyped me up, so <laughs> I was still. So you I felt was like, good. You were hooked. Yeah, up. I, was, yeah I felt yeah. good. And then I started trying at the other, and then started getting roasted by Will and some of the other. <laughs> Ray, that, Ray used to roast me all the time. Oh yeah, I, I don't still know why. Do it. But, that's <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. That was something that that was a. I've learned that just from just being where I'm from. My friends, we always roasted yeah. each other, and and that was one thing that I I found even now. That's one of my talents that I'm I'm pretty good at roasting people and just yeah. like going back and that's forth funny. with people, and and I, I would try to use that as much as possible now. Um, and I'm just becoming really truly aware that I can actually do it. It's been yeah. years of doing it, but that was the. That was my start of actually doing that. And the that. stage didn't didn't scare you. It wasn't. Oh yeah, terrified. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even well, today. so many people that keeps people away from it. How I mean, we hear uh, you hear twenty times after every show. It's like ah, I was I I've always wanted to do it, but you know. Now that's interesting. You said just at the tail end of that. Even today. Even today. Let's 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 talk about that after because we got an interview coming up. Right? We do. We have we have. Jason, why don't you talk about it? I mean, you yeah, know. we had, uh, John Caparulo uh, visited and uh, yeah, I had a chance to interview him before his. Shows on, uh, I guess we did Friday or whatever it was, and uh, man, nicest guy in the world, super funny dude. He got a residency in uh, Las Vegas. Mm. Talked a little bit about that. It, it's wow. I think this guy's pretty fascinating because he he talked a lot about the joy of starting out and being in Cleveland and Pittsburgh and and hanging out with you know those those mm-hmm. comedians like we've all been there, your core group, and how he left and went to you know went to L.A. Worked at the comedy store. It's really, really great stories, man. You, you just ask a couple questions, and he would just go off and talk. It's a really good interview. I'm, I'm so that, so yeah, so that's coming up next, and then yeah. we'll be back for the final segment after that. We'll be back. Soreness and pain isn't always the result of activity. This is a sixty-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina. Prolonged sitting in a car or at your job aggravates muscles and joints and can cause pain. A standing desk can help. The key to alleviating the discomfort that sitting can cause is changing positions more frequently during the day. Alternating between sitting and standing at your desk, in addition to taking walk breaks and stretching, can work to loosen those tight muscles and joints. The perfect standing desk should be high enough so your computer keyboard is at elbow level and your monitor at face level to avoid neck strain. Before you start standing at your desk, take into consideration any knee or foot injuries and wear flat, comfortable shoes. This has been your 60-second wellness tip, powered by Ortho Carolina, official team physicians of the Carolina Panthers and proud sponsor of the Queen City Podcast Network. For more tips or to make an appointment, visit orthocarolina.com. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are uh, 
Very excited. We got a special guest here, Brian. I'm very excited about this. John Caparulo is in the house. Yes, Hi. We do, we do Hi. The, yes, please. We do the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have stood it's by okay. my okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> Thank you. John, we're so glad to have you here. For the people who don't know, John, you've you've done it all, basically. You've done sitcoms. You've been on Chelsea Lately. You've done all the, the whole run of uh, uh, Late Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've traveled the world. You've performed for the troops, the whole, the whole deal. And now... Now you're in Charlotte. I am. Congrats- I, I made it. <laughs> I made this it. is it. We, we I'm in Charlotte, and I'm not connecting. That's fantastic. <laughs> Man, we're so glad you're here. And I know you get like a lot of these questions. I want to. How's the how's the travel been going here, man? You know what? The travel has been uh, on hold for me for the most part until this. Uh, I, I've had. I have about. Uh, I think we scheduled six or eight trips this year uh, for me Good. total, which is great because uh, i mean i've been doing a, a residency in las vegas so i'm uh i'm home <laughs> for the most part so for the i get to i get to actually not look at my suitcase a lot and uh <laughs> it's been great especially guess, yeah. especially this this time around you don't well, get to this time <laughs> i uh did not get to see my suitcase for a while yeah. um where yeah you start to miss it uh when it <laughs> When it has your underpants, you know. You, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. Yesterday, I uh, I had a typical me day, which was yeah. um, you know, I they I checked in at the. I I'm not. I'm having to adjust to the fact that Las Vegas's airport sucks, and um, <laughs> you know, like I I just I it just took forever to check in, and I I missed the cutoff for the check-in luggage, and yeah. I mean. I, you know, I'm not a guy who just runs with the carry on. Like I, yeah. I'm not George Clooney, you know, <laughs> and up in the air. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I try to bring basically the house with me, yeah. you know, cause I need all my creature comforts to make me, you know, to help me get through, you know, the, uh, the road. And, uh, so I had my big suitcase and I go to check it in and they're like, oh, you missed the cutoff. So we'll put it on. The next flight going out, which is two hours after my flight, that's and then disaster. you can you can go run, you know, even though you're in no shape to do that, John. <laughs> you go run to make your flight, and then I, uh, I, I, my my suitcases plane got delayed oh, for God. about I don't know fifteen hours or so. It was forever. Oh it was like God. it ended up in it came in last night at two a.m. I finally grabbed oh, my suitcase. Man. So, yeah. That's a, that's a mess. Man. Yeah. So your suitcase saw more of the country than you did on it, this trip. It saw more than it needed to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, <laughs> it wasn't good. Oh, uh, man. Well, it's, we're glad you made it. We're glad I, you're here. I'm glad to be here. Uh, this is great. Now, I, w- I wanted to ask, I mean, again, ubiquitous questions of uh, you're, you're an Ohio guy, Ohio-Pittsburgh, I think I saw. Yeah, yeah. I, I grew up, uh, it's called East Liverpool, Ohio. It's right on the border of PA and West Virginia. Right. Now, I'm a, I'm a Pittsburgh guy myself. Okay. So okay. Well, you, you started out there. What were some of the clubs uh, that you did? My there? uh my the main place I started, like, when I was uh, doing, because I did, from 97 to 99 was, was you know, my sort of formative years before I went to L.A., uh, and I, my, the first place I did stand up was, uh, it, it used to be called Hilarities in Cuyahoga Falls, uh, which is up, right, like, around Akron, mm-hmm. Ohio, but right. uh, it, it was, um, it's now been renamed, because the original Hilarities came back to downtown Cleveland. Yeah, to Cleveland, it's, right. It's a, it's a different name, I think, Comedy Stop or something like that. Gotcha. But, um, 
but yeah, I, I, I used to do uh, Station Square uh, Funny Bone every right Tuesday. Uh, um, I remember you used to have to call uh, on Monday. <laughs> I remember it was Monday at 3 p.m. You had to call this dude Lance. And Lance, <laughs> oh, Lance would answer the phone. And, you, and, and like you would, it would be like, you know, I remember I'd call, and there'd be times where it was like, you know, I was like, Lance, can I get a spot tomorrow? He's like, ah, it's too late. It's <laughs> it's three oh four. I'm like, no, it's not. It's three oh one. I'm like, if my if my clock was that off, I would miss the beginning of every show that I watch. Like, uh, how am I that off, dude? Right. I'm not that off. But I, it was uh, it, that was um, that was the first sort of comedy community that I you know yeah. that you know a bunch of other comics who were really cool and we were all you know sort of. You know, trying to develop together, and it, it was yeah. a it was a cool couple of years to get started before I went to LA. That's some of the most fun times, I think, right? It like, because I'm is. sort of <laughs> not too far from that myself. Is like that that group of people that you're yeah. sort of developing yeah. with, yeah. and and those those seedy kind of dealings. Like, that's sure. how you, you ever wonder how did you get here from there? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's uh it's a long way. It yeah. really is. It's uh you know I mean, but yeah, I think those early years, I think. You know, it's it's it, there's it's all in front of you, and everything's just sort of you know, it it you kind of found your thing, and it, there's something that's really cool about that when you're you know when you're that age, when you're in your early twenties. I mean, because I you know I I graduated from college, and I you know I, it, you know I felt like well crap, because I mean it was like <laughs> I I I look around in college, and it's like I have all these friends who actually cared about college you know like <laughs> who who were actually uh, you know rid of them, finishing you know. up their degrees and going and getting a job with that degree and stuff and i'm like i'm i was just playing <laughs> you know like i i just picked a major off a list and then and, and just and just went with it i i thought we were all just goofing off here oh, and uh so we get to the end of college and i'm like oh no i have i i mean i'm I, I have no prospects. I took an extra. I I picked up a minor just so I could stay in college an extra year. It's like somebody who's institutionalized or whatever. Like you know, like in Shawshank, where the guy yeah. like wanted to go back to jail. Like I just, I'm like I can't live out there. I'm not gonna be able to function. And uh, so I I, but it was when I really just you know I knew stand up was all I ever really saw myself as. Yeah. You know, in my sort of in my mind's eye, like I always just saw myself being a, a comedian and and I, I just felt like I was sort of just you know sort of running from my uh, my calling you know and yeah. just be like this is all you ever wanted to do just just quit fighting just go it, do it. Right? Yeah, yeah go do it it's gonna take it's gonna take a little bit to you know get your you know get your balance and get your footing right and and feel confident about it we just have to go through some you know your sort of rocky start and I mean and and that's once I made that commitment, it, it it's pretty liberating, and especially yeah, right. when you know you're young, you don't have any obligations or anything other sure. than you know, I mean, <laughs> student loans. But my yeah. parents took care yeah. of those until <laughs> until I could, and now yeah. uh, now I do. But um, <laughs> it's still, but uh, but it it's it really is. It's uh, that's why that time is so great. That that early time when you when you when you get into the groove, you get past those first few crappy open mics or whatever that <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you know that you just sucked at and it's just you just feel like what am i doing you know, once you get past that and you're just yeah. into that group where you where you have a bunch of friends and you have a community of other comics yeah. who who aren't jerks <laughs> and, right, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and you just it, it is a really really cool time for everybody yeah uh, good awesome. for you man i'm glad i'm glad to hear that that's the story so you, you weren't uh 
you weren't sort of surprised by what the challenge was going to be to be a comic. You just accepted that that's what you wanted to do, and you were just, uh, uh, I know this is common, I know it's going to be hard, and yeah. I'm just going to go for it. Well, now, and yeah. is that when you moved to L.A., or, or was it sort of around that time? Yeah. You're like, all right, I'm going to develop for a while, and this is my goal. Well, that well. was the thing. Is like, I, di- I, I can't say that I, I was uh, – I knew from the start, like I, I don't want to, you know, overemphasize, like I, like I had some sort of uh, crystal ball. I just, when I, I was doing like open mics in, in Pittsburgh or around Cleveland or whatever, I, uh, y- you know, I just, I knew I needed to go away, sort of like, you know, I always say it's like Luke Skywalker or whatever, like to go join the <laughs> Alliance, go away from your little desert town, yeah. and and go try to build yourself into something nobody came and killed your family though right no not, i didn't check though so <laughs> you know it's um it, 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 it was actually they they meant to but it was somebody else's so yeah <laughs> jokes on them <laughs> but uh stupid sand people but uh, uh um but no i i uh the, the the thing about it was like i i just i wanted to um like i i feel like in retrospect when there were a lot of people back in Pittsburgh, whatever, who were like, I don't want to go to L.A. yet because I need some time to, you know, quote, unquote, hone my craft. Mm-hmm. And um, and, and there's some there is some validity to that. But I think it's also what ended up happening with a lot of people like that is like you end up going, you know, you start getting paid a little bit or you start maybe featuring headlining and you start to develop maybe naturally an ego a little bit, you know, sure. where it's just like, well, I'm. I'm past this open mic crap or whatever, which you are. But then, if you, when and if you decide to go to Los Angeles or New York, you got to start from the bottom anyway. Yeah, right. So it's like you might as well be in a place where you know you're still a kid with no with with no expectations. Because I remember when I went to L.A. I mean, I like I said, I, I'd only been I was less than two years into it, and uh, I I go to L.A. I get there in September of '99 and. Uh, I, you know, I had to go, I was at the comedy store and we used to have to draw numbers. I don't know how the system is now, but mm-hmm. we used to have to draw numbers on Sunday to hopefully get on the next Sunday. So it was oh, like, wow. so, so it was, it was like they would do the drawing, you know, a week ahead of time each time. So it was like, uh, I remember my first drawing cause it was like, they, they would put in 20 tickets and 20 blank tickets. So you might draw a blank, and if you draw a blank, you're not going to get on. Right. But, you know, if you drew a no- – so I drew number six, and uh, I was on the following Sunday, and I remember I you know, I went on, and I, I ended up having a, a great set. And uh, I remember the guy who was hosting at the time was a guy named Bob Oshak. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a really funny guy. Yeah. Great, great guy. He's, a, he's one of my – one of my favorite people in comedy that I've, I've run across over the years. He's just a he's a cool guy, and uh, he um he was hosting the open mic at the comedy store at that time, and I remember him kind of he didn't know me from anybody, but he just pulled me to say he's like, hey man, that was a that was a really great set. He's like, I can recommend you to showcase for for Mitzi. So uh, and I remember him saying, so you don't have to do this shit anymore. <laughs> 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 and I and I and I remember thinking. <laughs> But I love this shit. <laughs> you know I mean? like, like this is so. This is great to me. Like, cause I, you know, I, I mean, I get, I got, I got to draw a number and do three minutes at the comedy store. That's fantastic. What are you talking about? But I mean, he meant, you know, as a, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you want to be a paid regular and do longer, you know, and be, you yeah, of course, right. you'd be more of an adult. And um, I, but I thought at the time I was like, this is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. You know, so I. Um, 
you know, so I was young enough to really be open to pretty much everything yeah. and just go, yeah, man, hey, let's let's you know, let's do it, let's <laughs> ha- let's have a good time and do some comedy. And um, <laughs> it was a really, really, uh, you know, it's it's just a fun time. Yeah. It's a fun time. I know I've learned that that a lot of folks out there they sort of have their there's like the comedy store people and then there's the improv people. Does it? Did you sort of fall into that? I you, you know I felt like. Uh, there's enough of that going around, like, you know, through sort of just people talking, like saying, like, oh, yeah, Mitzi doesn't like you if you go do the improv or whatever. Right. Right? And really, none of that existed, but people talked about it because I think it was something uh. that existed more when, you know, it, it, you know, 10 years or so before that. Sure. But um, I was a guy that was like, you know, I'm also a guy that, like, once I find sort of my spot, I'm, I'm good. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure, like, I sure. don't. I, I went to the improv. I I went there whenever somebody called me and asked me if I'd like to do a spot. Right. But I didn't really. I didn't feel like I was like that was. It wasn't home to me like the comedy store. Yeah, so sure. it was like the comedy store was like a place where like I just I was in the club, yeah. you know. And so it's a pretty good club. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a fantastic. The, yeah. it, 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 and, the uh, building and the people who were there. So it was. Uh, it's a great. Yeah. It was a great place to. Uh, to, to grow up and as a as a comedian because I you know I became a doorman and uh, I was a doorman for two years and and it and, and what it did was it really you know you never enjoy your struggles while they're going on right sure but it, boy is it is it really an essential struggle like for me because I I I realized it when I went to when I went to Montreal in '03 like. I realized how invaluable my experience was at the comedy store with just having to, you know, work in the door, waiting for fallout spots late at night. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, having to having to hang the letters on the sign in the <laughs> rain, <laughs> like yeah, risking my life before, like, hey, do you want to follow dice now? Like, oh, great. Yeah. Well, my life's fantastic. Isn't it? I mean, it, it, but it, it really it's uh you know for lack of a better term, it puts hair on your chest as a comic it I really it. does it 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 it, it kind of prepares you to go out there and and um and and compete yeah it's it's, it's, a, it's a great thing and i remember you know where i work in film when i'm not doing comedy i remember like being a production assistant just yeah. being the the bottom and working the longest hours and getting stepped on by everybody else yeah. i look back it's like oh that's the most fun i've had on any film that i've done is yeah. because you're you're d- yeah. in there with this group of people who are just getting shit on, mm-hmm. and uh, you're working long, and it's just fun, man. Yeah. It, 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 there's just something about the pressure isn't on you specifically; it's on the project, it's so you get to yeah. just go and everything's much simpler. Yeah, at those right. and and it, and I mean, it doesn't seem that way at the time, but right. you know, when you look back on it, it is. And and the, I guess the reason why I was saying that was like, uh, you know, I didn't go to the improv and stuff like that because, I mean, I was working the door. I, I would go stretches seven, eight, nine nights in a row. Yeah. And I remember other comics would come over to me and they'd be like, you know, Cap, you got to go out to some other rooms and whatever. And, and I was like, nah, I'm, this is where I want to be. And, yeah. and I just, and, and I felt like that paid off in the long run. Cause I, you know, once I did sort of come into my own artistically, I think the idea that I was, um, you know, I was such a homegrown, you know, sort of, sort of fixture, in at the comedy store as a as a doorman, I answered phones for a while. I mean, right. I was part of the family there, and uh, that that paid off once I you know 
once I became a, a you know a decent comic. <laughs> so yeah, was, uh, so you, know. you so you you said you were a doorman for a couple years there. Yeah. At what point do you sort of take off, if you will? Or where, where, it, it, and did that was there a moment you were like, oh okay, this is happening now? Yeah. Like well, this. there was a point when uh, you know, you, I, for me it was like I, you know I when I was working the door. I, you know, I worked the back door of the comedy store. If you've been there, it, it, it's, yeah. yeah. So it's it's um, I'd worked the back door, and it, the people who would come in to go to the belly room upstairs, right. they would uh, they would you know, I'd check their IDs and stuff like that, and uh, you know, I keep the hallway clear, and I and I was a yeah. good doorman. <laughs> like I actually <laughs> thought that would because I if I do something, it's like I actually do like do what I'm supposed to do, right. and, yeah. I, and it's and it, and. I felt like, well, this will get back to Mitzi, and she'll be like, "Oh, I kept the hallway clear. Well, I should give him spots." <laughs> it's like I'm just, such a uh, dumb kid, it's but so it, naive but and I, beautiful right, though. But That's it, beautiful. It, it's like, I'm, well, I got to do a good job, and uh, <laughs> and and. But I, I remember I used to check IDs back there, and there were the, the belly room shows. You know, uh, especially on the weekends, they would be mostly young crowds because they would be like there'd usually be like a sketch troupe up there or something like that who. You know, they would basically it would be like they'd invite their friends. You know, it'd be like a bringer type of uh, crowd, and um, so you know, I'd check IDs and everything, and people would go up there. And I remember it was a Friday night once when I was working the door, and I hadn't been in LA for six months. I don't know, and uh, I checked all these IDs, and people would go upstairs. There was a sketch group that night, and uh, they um, or improv group or whatever. And they, they anyway, the woman running the show up there comes down. And she's like, I have this big crowd up there. And I don't have anybody to go on, so uh, do you want to do some time? I, and I'm like, uh, of course. <laughs> like, no, I want to keep the hallway oh, clear. Of course, I want to. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for me back then, like to, to your original question, it was like I, I, you know, what I would always do is I'd always make sure I changed my shirt. I had I couldn't wear my doorman shirt. Yeah. As if, yeah. as if that was like, like I was Clark Ken or something. Like it really, like yeah. it changed that much. Like nobody's gonna recognize me. And uh, so I, I changed my shirt and I go on. And I mean, it was a really, really, uh, you know, high energy, great crowd. And I mean, I did, I did fifteen of the best minutes I'd ever done on stage. Oh and it was God. just, it was just such a rush. And I mean, I hadn't been in L.A. that long, so I'm like, man, it's Friday. I'm going to be a star by Monday. I'm like, this is going down. Everybody's going to hear about that one. And I get downstairs. I remember the, the night manager is like, yeah, Cap, if you're done up there, the, the ladies' room toilet backed up and it's flooding into the hallway. So he, he gives me a mop, and I'm literally cleaning up the hallway as peep girls who just uh, saw me kill upstairs oh are, going, are walking by like, you were so funny. I'm like, thank you. That's Don't step there, please. <laughs> like it was so it, – it, but, but – I guess after a while, it got to the point where <laughs> I wanted to just go in and, and be a comedian. There's yeah. a certain point you get to where you just like, I don't want to have to work my, you know, a job there. And then also, well, well, I get to change shirts and go yeah. on stage. I wanted to go in and just think about comedy. Right. So, yeah, I, just, I got to that point after a couple of years where I just I just wanted to be a comedian. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that y your your ego is now. I bet t it's like tampered a little bit from that experience saying, you know what? It could be worse. It could be that. And also, I'm glad I had that experience. I'm Absolutely. glad I had that moment of, of – I think humility is probably an under underrated thing. I think man. humility is – Absolutely essential yeah. to, to to a comedian. Yeah, I, I a think rejection and bad show. Like I think, name well, it. Well, I think once you get past the point where you have that, like I, 
it's always it always strikes me as I mean, of course, we're all striving to be to successful and to be to that point where you know you you have all the the you know the, the I guess the I mean everybody wants fame I think when you start and then you, you once you get a little taste of it it's like ah it's not really what I'm in for <laughs> I, I'm more into it for you know I want to be really good at this art the form full I really, of it, yeah, right? yeah that that part but but you know being recognized or anything like that it, it gets it's 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 cool to know people like what you sure. do but it, whatever but uh the the you know and everybody wants to of course make money and stuff like that but. I just feel like with humility, it's a, you know, if you own a plane, <laughs> it's going to be hard for you to be really funny. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's going to be yeah. hard to relate to your, to your struggle or to, for you to have a struggle. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just think there's a certain point you get to where it's just like, all right, look, it's just not going to be possible yeah, right. for you to have that many complaints that are going to sound legitimate. And so I, I, I think that for me, though, it's, you know, <laughs> Things have never gone that well. <laughs> that's, uh, that I, that you don't I have that problem yet? Yeah, yeah I'm not there yet. So yeah. that's that's a plus. Well, this is a good way to transition to to your successes. Now you're doing you're at Harris uh, in in Las Vegas, yes. and you have a you have explain that more. You have a an ongoing thing. I have a residency, a residency. At, at Harris in Las Vegas. I do uh, six nights a week, uh, 10 p.m. show. Uh, it's uh, it's just me. It's it's yeah. pretty much we just have a. Now that's we an accomplishment. If you, forgive me for interrupting. No, that's an accomplishment that a lot of comics want to get to that yeah. place where you get to be in Vegas and, and do that. So this and is amazing. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, it's one of those things. It's it's surreal to you know go around town and see my. I mean, my billboard. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little creepy. Kind of like a plane. I'm not gonna still, lie. It's a little bit like a plane. But, but when you step, <laughs> right, yes, <laughs> I don't own the billboard. Right? Oh, so, but but I mean, it it is. It, it's a little. It's it's weird, but it's also when you step outside of it, and because I'm not one who gets a rush by like, haha, look at me. Yeah. It's just what it says about the accomplishment, about like, because yeah. I remember when I started. I remember yeah. where I was when I first began, and and to get to that place, you do have to look back and go, you know what, I I I I've done pretty well. I yeah. want to still do better. I still want to do more. Yeah. In this, but it's a pretty cool thing. I I do a 10 p.m. show. Uh, every night except Tuesday in Vegas, and uh, it's it's yeah, it's awesome. It's just it's it's my show. I get it. The, the Vegas is the one place in in America where you can go on the same stage for a different crowd every night and and make a living. Because yeah. I mean, it's hard. L.A. and New York, yeah. it's, it's kind of tough to make a living. But Vegas, it's awesome. It's just you know, and and I get to because my goals really are to obviously support my family and. Right. I love that I get to see my family every single day, which is just fantastic. I have a three and a half year old daughter, so uh, it's, it's beautiful. a beautiful thing. But um, and then I and I and I want to I want to get my uh, cartoon off the ground, and I can do that from there. Oh, that's so, right. So you have you have stuff that's coming. I was going to ask you if you had something coming out as we wrap it up here. Yeah, I've uh, um, I've been working on a, a, a <coughs> developing and writing a, a animated series called Cartoon Comic for uh, for the past uh, five years. Um, it's essentially uh, Louis meets Family Guy. Mm -hmm. uh, w before Louis had problems. <laughs> <laughs> that, remember that? I was going to say, that's a different yeah, cartoon. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, it's not that. But, uh, um, but yeah, it, it, I essentially wanted to create um, uh, an animated alter ego of myself. Like, basically, to, to sort of create out of thin air the world's first animated stand-up comedian. So wow. it's basically it's like it's cartoon cap. He does my 
material has my voice. He's, he's basically lived my life in a cartoon world. Right. My family, obviously, with with the couple talking dogs, is 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 the uh, <laughs> supporting it. cast. But it's um, you know, we actually we have I've, I've I have a comic book series too of it that I've, oh, I've wow. been. Oh yeah, we we're printing the third issue right now. But uh, it's um, it, it you know what it is 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 uh, it's an idea that I've been really really eager to to get going for a while. I can't draw, so that kind of hinders things. <laughs> That's makes a things a little bit more expensive too. But um. <laughs> But what we're doing right now is, uh, you know, I finally did find, you know, some some uh, a producer who's who's very much interested in, in making this happen with me, and uh, we're uh, we're producing a uh, my next comedy special, which we're going to shoot the live portion of it, uh, it Memorial Day weekend. But uh, it it's going to be ninety minutes long, and it's going to be half live stand up and half uh, animation. Okay. So that is uh, awesome. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's very be, different, which is that's got to be exciting. Too, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's yeah, and that's the thing. Like with the, with my comedy specials that I've done, and with with your average comedy special, it's like, you know, they're they're kind of standard. You know, it's like yeah. point a camera at the guy with you or, sure. or a woman who's on stage, and you know they're talking into a microphone, and, and it, it's never quite as good as live. And never, you know, right. you, you kind of have to do some things to enhance it to make it more of an interesting viewing experience, and that's what I think. Uh, I'm doing, you know, I mean, with the with the the script I wrote for it and everything, it's it really it intertwines, you know, all the you know the animation with the uh, the live action, and it's uh, it's a great, I mean, it's a I think it'll be a great special in itself, but it'll also be a really great launching pad for hopefully man. for cartoon comics well, this year. I'll awesome. tell you what, man, we we wish you the best of luck in it. Thank you so you're a great guy. Thanks for for making time for us here. I appreciate it. We'll be back, right? You, you got it. You nailed it. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Thanks, guys. How many servings of fruits and vegetables should you be eating? This is a 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina. The magic number is five. Three servings of vegetables and two servings of fruits have been connected to lower risk of certain cancers, stroke, and heart disease. Fruits and vegetables are a great source of essential vitamins and minerals in addition to plenty of fiber to maintain a healthy gut and reduce the risk of colon cancer. And they're high in vitamin C and potassium. If five servings seems like a lot, consider starting your daily vegetables with your first meal of the day. Snack on fruits and vegetables instead of whatever your current go-to snacks are. Use vegetables as the main ingredients in other dishes like baked goods and chili, and whenever you can, get fresh vegetables, especially in the summer when they are in season. This has been your 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina, official team physicians of the Carolina Panthers and proud sponsor of the Queen City Podcast Network. For more tips or to make an appointment, visit orthocarolina.com. Welcome back, Comedy Zone Podcast. That was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Well done, Jason. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well done. I mean, I did very little. It was all John Caparulo. Yeah, really, it really. Well, you was. got him going. Yeah. You yeah. got him start. You, 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 you kind of led him in the right kind of direction, and he just, boom, he just took off. You know, I was riveting and had great questions. So thanks, Will. Fantastic work, <laughs> man. I'll pat myself on the back first. I'm, chance I'm glad to see you to see you hold it down to that degree. Because <laughs> I'd be honest, I had my concerns. I, yeah, well, you should. You should have. <laughs> I was, uh, 
<laughs> so Ray, so Ray, uh, when we finished the last segment, uh, the first segment, Ray was telling us kind of at the tail end there that he still gets nervous, scared before you go on the stage. That's still a feeling that's there, right? How is it, has it changed at all since you started, or is that same thing? Even though the skill levels changed, that same thing is still the same. It's still the same. Yeah, <laughs> it really doesn't change for me, and I, I think that's it's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time because mm. it keeps me sharp and trying to better myself. I, there's times where I am I feel prepared, and then there's times that I feel unprepared. So it makes me try to be more prepared. I think that's the the whole thing. Um, a lot of mine is because, surprisingly, not like I'm even being sure that I do have a lot, but I just have a hard time remembering it. So because mm. <laughs> I do have so much time, and there's and that's usually when I'm, I will get nervous, because if I'm going to do like like uh, I did my live recording back in October, I was like I was so nervous because I had a lot of material, but it's just like yo. I, because of being such a new, you get pushed into shorter sets. So you pull stuff out and you move stuff around and you don't even think about it because you're doing shorter sets. And then when you do longer sets, you don't even think about it. So it makes me nervous. Like, Yo, do I, am I going to remember this? Or, you know, so that's that's generally. But if I'm doing like a short set, like I don't like I don't get nervous because uh, I feel like now there's a part of me of doing it for such long and doing practicing. Uh, at home, like I, I have a full setup at home, like from the speakers, mic stand, stool, light, and like generally before a show, like I will, I will, and I try to, which from you now, not doing it the night before, mm-hmm. and and just taking that to relax off. But generally, I will try to work on it all the way up, and then I find myself that's when, especially on a longer set, I find myself getting nervous because I'm like, oh, I can't remember, remember it. As opposed to just like y'all been doing this and just being funny, and the f- the the wild thing about Ray is if you saw him, that's why I love this podcast because if you saw him perform, you wouldn't think that any of this was going on in his mind mm-hmm. because he looks so comfortable. And <laughs> he's sitting down and he's relaxed, and they're like, "Oh, this guy's got it all under control." Yeah. But this is what's happening in your mind before you terror, <laughs> pure terror. I'm sweating and. Yeah, the way that you do the way that you do it though your your style does sound like you're doing it for the first time mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. That's a you don't come off like a like a, and don't take this the wrong way like a polished like set up punch. Here's my joke. Set up punch. You are so much more natural. It mm-hmm. feels like you're having a conversation with the crowd, which I think is one of the best. That's intentional, sort of actually. Yeah, uh, that's the that to me is a great compliment. Like I, your stuff is great. I've yeah, seen s- and this I, I don't think it's just. I was. This is almost my destiny to be in comedy, but I, when I say I fell into it, because like I, I would go to sleep watching comedy and like as a child, like and this wasn't even intentionally. Like I would go to sleep and or like I would be at like my uncle's house and he'd be watching TV or the news and just that was his general thing watching uh, CN, uh, CNN, mm-hmm. and then I'd wake up and like a, a Comic View or a Comedy Central would be on TV and someone would be doing stand-up. That's happened to me numerous times over my, over my life. Like I would wake up as a teenager, my, that would happen, and I'd wake up and I'd see somebody. But I never thought about it as a career until mm-hmm. actually getting into it and trying it. But that's that's happened to me over my life. And, but when you say, and I've seen where just watching it over the years after starting of the setup punch, setup punch. 
and even taking the class, it's one of the, the Comedy Zone class. This mm-hmm. was a it was a great thing for me to be able to see. But the thing that I took most from it is like after all of these many years of people telling me funny, why change? What I need to do is take what I've done off stage as much as possible to be able to put it on stage. Because people like I, I'll, I've there's never been a, in every scene because I'm working corporate America as a day job, and then there'll be times where I'm. At one point, I was working in <laughs> corporate America and yet living in the projects at the same time. So, <laughs> like, I'm on so many different spectrums. So, <laughs> I'm talking to the CFO for <laughs> a Fortune 500 a pharmaceutical company during the day, and then I'm talking to a dope boy with X pills <laughs> at nighttime. <laughs> so, he basically lived pursuit of happiness. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah this is pretty much what it was. It was in the shelter yeah. going to. <laughs> It's like one day I came home. I'm like, I'm in, and there's like police tape around my apartment. <laughs> I saw yeah, at this time, I saw Ray running through traffic with one shoe missing. Like, uh, yeah, and I hit him, and he was like, oh, get up. And he just kept running. I said, man, that guy's in a situation. Like, what is that white box you're carrying? <laughs> Shut <That's> up. Weird. <laughs> I love, that's before people started love, following the money. I love that movie. And, <laughs> You know, brought up Pursuit of Happiness. It's like one of my favorite movies. Like, people, I feel like that's a, a comedy. Like, dude, <laughs> dude, hold on. What? You feel like it's a comedy? Yeah, it's a comedy, man. You see that dude in the bathroom when he in the bathroom and they trying to get in that door? I'm like, who is the dude on the other side of that door? Let me in that door. I like, yo, like, because there's one point when somebody say, hey, somebody's in here. Most people just drift off <laughs> and they Not leave this it alone. Guy. No, he had to go. He had to go. Now I can't get in there. He had Indian food. <laughs> he had Indian food. I don't care about no movie. Open the door. He made that guy shoot your pants out there. Y'all, y'all watch the movie so again. If y'all watch Will throw that newspaper and stick his foot out to the door. The door's locked already. <laughs> Sitting, could you imagine people sitting in there tearing up and you just hear raving about ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ray doesn't laugh like that. No, I, does, has he heard you do his voice? Uh, yeah, yeah. You did my voice, man? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is great. I got to hear right. it now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, so so no, because it would That's be right. Because what would happen is, let me get a backdrop on this. <laughs> All right, let's see. So I would host. <laughs> <laughs> so I, would, I never actually had Ray here to listen to yeah. this. <laughs> so so Ray, uh, every time if if there was a competition and Ray was in it, if I was the host, Ray would always come out and roast whatever I had on. <laughs> so Ray, so I would get off the stage. Which deserves some roast. Right. And, and Ray, and it look, was well let, me t- let me tell you something. <laughs> and Ray was going to make time to roast me whether he had 10 minutes or whether he had 30 seconds. 30 seconds. He took, he took a split second out to roast me. Yeah. So I, I would too. be, so I would be, I'd be coming off stage. And, and you know how it is as the host. You walking that way, so you're just hearing shit. Yeah. So I, I hand the mic off to Ray. I'm walking off stage and I hear him, oh. <laughs> He's like, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> Ray be like, Ray be like, he look like the, the the first black principal. Right? <laughs> 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 oh, man. He was like, motherfucker. Yeah. You in here looking like the first black cab driver today. <laughs> 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 Shit. That's all I do. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> you the motherfucker look like first minute black. 
<laughs> you always wear a suit. I'm like, yo, do you got to be that dressed up to tell the joke? <laughs> My favorite is the, the, isn't it the Negro League? Oh, yeah, because Kennedy Robertson one time. I Because Ray told me I look like uh, Denzel and Two Guns. Did you ever see that movie where I had the, the brim hat and the slacks and the button up? So Ray said he looked like Denzel and Two Guns. Well, know, Kennedy right. Robertson told me I look like uh, a scout for the Negro League. <laughs> <laughs> you do? He did. He did, uh, to be fair. I did, yeah, motherfucker. I, I, I don't look like... <laughs> you look like Jackie Robinson, agent. Look at Will, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep doing that over again. So, Yo, um, I got this new Negro player. <laughs> <laughs> He's signing all the Negro players. <laughs> He's David Stern of the, <laughs> the Negro League. <laughs> So Stop. this is so this is what will constantly happen. Uh, whenever whenever I would get around, Ray, <laughs> uh, he uh, it, it would just always jump. But that's what I always appreciated because, as comics, man, I think it's almost a lost art form. Like busting balls and roasting is supposed to be some part of this, yeah. and it's like it's not to the point where you try to tear down somebody. Nah. It's not that. It's just like having fun and at the same time keeping each other. Sharp, like you know, dealing with hecklers is easier if you got some uh, some things loaded in the clip, you know. Some that's some exactly what that's how is. I grew up. That's exactly how I grew up. That's you gotta bust balls, and and Bill Burr talks about it all the time. Get yeah. it off of me, put it on you. Yeah. If it's yeah. time to bust you, get it off of me, <laughs> put it on Ray. You know, that's <laughs> the best. It's like get it off you as fast. It's as It's like you hot can. potato. Just yeah. get the oh, shit. Yeah. If a group of yeah. comedians is around, he's like, just get it off me. That's <laughs> yeah. AJ Jones. Was another one. <laughs> oh. He's always got something right, to say. Right, right. Oh man. Well, oh, let me tell you the funniest moment. I wish AJ was here. <laughs> me and Ray. Ray was roasted by ass again one time, and he had gone up and done a uh, his. He had a Cat Williams impression. He still does. He does a good Cat Williams. You want to do any Cat? You want to do any Cat? Uh, I will not do it this evening. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, so, so, so Ray has a really good Cat Williams, mm. right? So Ray had Ray had uh, gone up, and then we were all standing around just talking shit after the show, like comics do. And at some point, Ray started roasting my shoes, <laughs> and I don't know whether he said they was bent up in the front like Aladdin or some sh- whatever he said. <laughs> okay, whatever he said, I said, you know, Ray. The, the fascinating thing is, I said, what is it like to? Because uh, he had done his Cat Williams impression, and AJ Jones was out there. I said, what is it? What is it like to bomb in someone else's voice? <laughs> <laughs> and AJ Jones jumped up and ran down the street. <laughs> but, but that's so. If, so Ray will get me, I'll get Ray. Ray, Yo. and it's just always that back and yeah. forth. Like, and it, and to me, it's fun. Like that's, you know, that's part. That's I enjoy that. I don't. I don't like, like who's. I, but some comedians, you cannot. You you can't. They don't take it well. I mean, that's that's a part of to me. me. It's, if it's, I don't roast you, I don't really like you like that. I right. like like. And this is a because it's ultimately like you said to keep it sharp. Like if you can't be witty and sharp now with someone else that does it regularly, right? Being comedian, if you think you're gonna be able to do that with someone in the audience, because they're gonna go off the wall and they may actually be good with it. There yeah, are right. so many people, people that have roast, <laughs> and there's so many more. Te- this is the thing about I. Th- for me, I think the funniest comedian has never done comedy before. That's that's how I think about it. the funniest person, the funniest comedian, the person that you think that is the funniest in this world, aside from Rock, Chappelle, Patrice O'Neill, 
they have never done comedy because of fear. Mm-hmm. So for me, oh, and like when I say like, yeah, I'm still fearful, this is me forcing myself into the space where I right, I'm not I'm not gonna be a pussy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but and then once I get there, all fear goes away. So I'm willing to, but it's just getting to that point. So, right, roasted, ro- right, got kicked out of somewhere for roasting yeah. somebody. So yeah. Tell that story. Wait, I gotta actually hear that. Brian just woke up. Yeah, Yeah, actually, uh, (laughs) I was actually doing Corrado's room and Chris Corrado for everybody. Chris Corrado, local comedy, uh, puts on a lot of great shows at different little small rednecky bars. Yeah, some other places now. He's got some other. Yeah, yeah. he's always always looking. Yeah. So, but where he was at one of the the, the, uh, Dukes of Hazard bars. Yeah. Oh really? really? Wait, I'll go (laughs) Roadhouse. I think we uh, we was in uh, we were in South Carolina in Rock Hill, the Empire. That's the oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. And uh, I, that that night, I was actually headline. So there was other younger comedians that were. I don't even know if they were younger, but either way, they were. There was a lady in the back. She was in Florida, and she was like going in on every comedian that went up. So it was like to the point like, oh. she's a crowd member. Yeah. She was a crowd, and she was a regular. So and that was ultimately, but. I guess she, she had hit everybody, and and it wasn't going so well. So yeah, the comedians were buckling. They were buckling. under the pressure, under pressure, because wow, okay. she was she was rounding people in with her. Yeah. So right. uh, she was sniping them one by one. That's <laughs> what it was. And she's she's home. It's her bar. It's her bar. People, right? I guess that's. It got bad for her because I got I hit everybody at her table and her. So this was <laughs> I went around. The t- it was no a point, like you went to. She went. She sent her a dude that was trying to talk to her up to me at, while I'm on stage. And yeah. I busted his ass and then <laughs> sent him back to the table. <laughs> so you roasted him when he got I, up there. I went, He came up. It made it easier for me because now people can see who I'm talking about. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, who you signed up here? Because she said something. She tried to go in and be like, oh, you look like you're on Section 8. I was like, all right, yeah, maybe I do. And I... I don't remember what I said to her, but then the guy came up and I was like, "Ah, oh, so this is the guy that's trying to write a check for your pussy." Uh, but remember, you said that you pay all of your bills, so sir, put your checkbook away. It's not gonna work. It was. Uh, I said something that I can't remember exactly what I said. It was. It was a heavy uh, brown liquor night, so. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. That wasn't that funny. I thought you were gonna say yeah. something funny to her, and uh, no. you told that story, and I'm like, today, "All right, today. well, how did that thwart the attack?" <laughs> Did they boo you? Well, you look at you work at a campground. <laughs> he just said he got out of work. This yes. is this is not. I wouldn't let this fool represent me. This is. <laughs> he look like he work at a ticket booth. This is where he's dressed. <laughs> Will is dressed in khaki. <laughs> that the is the whole a, thing. That is <laughs> top to bottom. That is, a, that is official ticket booth uh, <laughs> uniform. Khaki. You know, you know the funniest thing about Ray. <laughs> He's going to still be dressed like this when he's 50. Yes. Yeah, he will. <laughs> he's got on a red shirt that hey. says hashtag follow the rape money. It's branding. So you said it about eight times. That's right. So the, That's, like, well, you know, you, you're going to look like one of, you know, you're going to look like Coolio or MC Hammer. Yeah, you're probably right. still dressing. <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> you be just hey, but this is the thing. I, look, I'm going to wear this. Look, if you see me, I'll see you see the same outfit at another show. I don't feel like I need to change clothes. People say... When you when you get big, you got to put on new clothes. I like that's the reason I bought a wash and dryer so I can wear the same shit. <laughs> well, Johnny Millwater, he has a 
He has a formula. He says for years he just wore the same outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he didn't even put any thought into trying to change mm-hmm. up. He said it's my job. It's my uniform. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Nothing wrong with that. Because usually when people don't recognize me when I take it off, it's, it's kind of. Jason, Jason changed his socks <laughs> during the performance. Yeah. He wants <laughs> to be fresh and fashion forward the Tip whole top. time. Tip top. Yeah. I've got to make up for a lot, Will. <laughs> Making up for a lot. That's oh, right. so so um oh so I guess we got to talk about uh this past weekend. Uh, I had a heck of a weekend. Okay. Uh, oh, in shit, the last yeah. three minutes of the show. In the yeah. last <laughs> three minutes, I'll talk about the weekend. That's if you want to hear, if you want to hear more about the weekend, go to my uh what go to my uh what what do you think it should go to? Uh, comedian Instagram. Rate. <laughs> Comedian <Yeah>. rate money. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find better uh, content. He's good. You got He's good. You got to give him that. You try to set me up. <laughs> you left it open. I was waiting for Ray to tell me what to say. Uh, Comedian Will Jacobs, you can go to that. I just call Ray sometimes. Ray, what should I say? Here's what you should say. Oh, okay. Shit, thanks. Will. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're getting Will. Look, actually, I forgot to tell you. I took Will on the cheat, uh, the cheat run of how to travel cheat. I'm oh, a, this guy should write a book. I'm yeah. gonna just say that he'll tell as much as he wants because some of it's been home. Some of it is his own intellectual property. But in terms of traveling, yeah, I travel some. Tra- I'm gonna make Ray it is, travel on the really cheap. Good at that. And we're gonna. I want to put a. Actually, I'm gonna put a video out. You gonna put a video out? I'm gonna put a video out. You so, should. You really should. So uh, everyone, every comedian, entertainer that's mm-hmm. looking to try to travel to be able so they can travel as cheap as possible so they can. Uh, Try to make the dream come true. So I mean, because and it's so, and I, I really hope you do that. Uh, because, as particularly as a feature, um, the travel, the cost can almost be prohibitive. Because almost right <laughs> for some cats it is. Shit. Yeah, it is for some cats it is. But <coughs> it's like you do all this traveling, and the check that you get, if you spend it on food and everything else, you really didn't make any money. I mean, you barely made any money. Yeah. And with the gas and whatever else. So Ray has got it to the point where he like he barely spends anything. <laughs> and it's all profit, whatever it is. And uh, so yeah. yeah, Ray's gourmet eating in our hotel room. Dude. <laughs> Dude, I went in there, it looked it looked like Qdoba. They had stuff laid out. I'm like, where did all this come? It was in the trunk. I'm like, what? <laughs> they should get a Mexican restaurant in the trunk. And he did. I mean, but they but they have it so efficient. And then, but here was the thing too, I realized after traveling with y'all that I said that's why he brings his wife. They are such a great team together. Mm-hmm. Like she has his oh, yeah. his back and and watches ends that he doesn't have to watch. And likewise, and I saw and this was real nice. Ray talked about how he feels sometimes with shows, and Ray can also be hypercritical of of his own. Like a lot of us are. I was say yes. Good After comic. he gets off stage, but his wife was there and she's just sitting with him and talking to him and and just kind of reassuring yeah. him in that way. And it was That's really cool. Life. It was cool to sit and see, really. Yeah, man. That's um, she's Partner, just, man. She's focused yeah. in on making sure he's the best Ray Money he can be. And that's exactly what you want yeah. for a partner in this kind of game. Somebody that is that invested in you. Because a lot of comedians, they won't talk about it, but a lot of comedians have spouses that are not supportive and wish they would go do something else. Ray's got corporate America in his on his resume. Like, he doesn't have to do this. Right. But it's like he's got a woman that's like, look, we can do this, and just let me support you. I mean, come on. I, I, to me, that's that's what it's got to be about. Good for you, man. Yeah, yeah she thinks I'm funny, so we're not playing. <laughs> Ray's no. hilarious. Like, no. like I, 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 Actually, I tell you, I saw Ray, I'm just saying, I, to, I saw Ray one time at uh, 
Cornelius. You were up in it was a Briscoe show. Remember he was doing those shows up in uh Bella Love Showcase. Ray did the Bella Love Showcase. And I, I didn't have anything to do. I, I was like, let me just go out and see support because Briscoe's one of my good friends too. I knew him through improv before I started stand up. <laughs> yeah, he's been on the podcast before. Um <clears throat> so I came out just to kind of support Briscoe. And I see Ray get up there. And when I tell you, dude, now I ain't gonna lie, I've been drinking. So, you know, but still. Forget that. <laughs> I laughed so damn hard at Ray. I said, this guy is hilarious. <laughs> I said, if he ever starts giving a shit, <laughs> he's going to be fantastic. Because Ray would sit up there, and you could, like, Ray is naturally funny. And you could tell a comedian is naturally funny off stage. Because it's in the conversations, like, do they pick up the cues, do they, yeah, sure. you know, like, when me and you'll be riding somewhere, and it's just like, you know, it's yeah. just, Ray's like that also. So, <clears throat> so it's like, he, I, I saw him, and I, I had tears in my eyes laughing. I'm like, this guy's so damn funny. <laughs> Thank you, man. I'm like, but, <clears throat> but Ray would do that stuff where you could tell he was, he was, he, he was serious, yeah. but he wasn't a preparation guy. So you would see him up there thinking. Like, what's next? And he might be like, hell yeah, shit is crazy. Shit is crazy. <laughs> He's buying time That's to right, think of the yeah, next yeah. thing because yeah. of not being prepared. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like, when he when he really puts his hard hat on and focuses on crafting material in a certain way, I said, he's going to be good. Yeah, we're all in trouble then. I yeah, said right. it that, well, I knew no, I'd be fine. No. But I said, <laughs> I've worked with both of y'all. Y'all are both hilarious. <laughs> I'll be fine, but other people I'll be need fine. to watch your ass. I no. was worried for you when I saw it. <laughs> no, no, no. Jason's hilarious. Like he, oh, he's like Jason came on after a lot of people. He came on after me, but he came on a lot. I know the gentleman. Yeah, he's good. And this was uh, when I did my quality. Yeah, I gotta have Jason. Jason's that hilarious. was a great show, man. Thank you, man. That was a great show. Thank you. And I wanted people on the show that were strong. And I've worked with Will, and I was like, yo, I've seen Will headline, too. Like, I was literally in tears and seeing, I don't seen both of y'all perform, and that was like, yo, you guys are amazing on stage. And it's good to watch. And it's good to watch people that are different than me and have different perspectives. Even, like, when we were riding on a trip, we we were up to, like, fucking 4 o'clock in the, 5 o'clock in the morning. morning. Five in the morning. Just After talking comedy, yeah, right. talking comedy and laughing the to and like yo, this is like I gotta go to sleep. There is almost nothing more fun than talking <laughs> it's, comedy. It's really After not, shows, man. It's, it's, re- it's the whole thing, yeah. dude. Because it's, it's like part of it. It's part of the experience. As a comedian, you're so much different than the average person. I think so. It's like when you meet other people that like are are that same way. It's just like wow, like. It, 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 uh, the constant evaluation of everything in the in the business on stage, the writing, every you just take everything apart. The most the tiniest little detail, you're talking out, you're talking going over it, it. talking, and you both get it. Yeah, how do you do it? How do I do it? What's the you know what are the differences? I did it like this one time. Did it like the you know I, I love it. I'm so intrigued about uh, about listening to how you guys perform things and how you guys set up just the business and all the other pieces because I'm like I like we were talking earlier off can uh, off the recording with like how I listen to audiobooks and I'm yeah, right. constantly trying to absorb something that will help me in some facet um, so that's that's big to hear someone that's in the same field and same career path. How, what they're doing and what can add to your own, uh, your repertoire of things that you're doing that, or what you're not doing or being even able to watch you on stage and like, ah, uh, 
Like I saw Will get down. Like he was doing a joke and he actually got physical, jumped down on the ground. I'm like, yo, that's that's not nothing I that's not something I do. Right. Because right, I'm generally right. sitting down the whole time, but just to be able to watch that. Like, a different yeah, style. The different style. This is this a level of detail that you're talking about right now. Like, I heard it in an acting class. I heard it. You're painting with a really, really small brush. Some mm-hmm. people have a roller. Mm. And they're just, that's very, very simple. Very one-on-one. You're talking about, you're uh, off stage at home. You are still working on doing this. The job yeah. never ends. This isn't nine to five. No, nah, this, this is not. This, this is, is some people don't. I, I mm. have conversations with other people. They don't have that. They're not listening to audio books, thinking about what's next, <laughs> talking to somebody, asking another comic whether they're, you know, a headliner or just a you know a guy around the corner. You see something, asking them questions about it, man. That's this is why really when important. Will says my wife is so involved. I bring her in because she sees a lot of this. Like even when I'm not. I'm not actively doing comedy. I'm actually either watching, uh, whether it's comedy or whether I'm doing something business with the comedy to try to propel myself in the direction I want to. So it's some facet of comedy, but I make sure I'm inclusive of her in every part of that so she can understand and also to, because, I mean, you need a team. That's just pretty much what it is. I don't know what other people are doing if they're not. And generally with, with team building, for me, I don't like to subconsciously you start to people start to compete with you if they're in the same field. And this was one of the things within understanding the like some of the audiobooks was like Steve Har- uh Steve Harvey and T Jakes. Um they start to not intentionally. So I mean they start to almost compete with you even not intentionally, but if you find someone that works in that well, which my wife, it was a great asset for her to be able to come and see the vision. Um, and then also try to bring her in on that journey and then also have people around that see it as well to help. So when I get a chance to talk with other people and not only here, and I think some things that I've said that may be able to help, like to Will and Mm -hmm. and to to be able to try to to build. So The exchange of so many great ideas. I would go for hours and hours of just talking the business piece and – trying to because getting to that point of because for me when i when i see i ultimately want i want everybody around me to be great because at some point in time y'all said yeah the fact that y'all said this is surprising to me when y'all say hey your name's come up so many times like great i hope y'all win (laughs) because at some point in time if everybody around me winning i'm like yo even look this is Team, as any team, it's like at the pickup games. You know, if everybody rounds, like, yo, it's a good squad, be like, yo, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to be all right. If I come down to the court, be like, yo, we got Ray. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hope everybody is successful in, in this comedy journey, man, because it is a journey. And, and, and it's I, not easy. It's not easy. Uh, you've taken that just like to Nashville. Like, yo, that's a... It's a long ride to be able to drive. Long ride through a blizzard last time. I <laughs> uh, or like to, to Huntsville or some of these other four wild meets. Those are long. That's a lot of time on the road. Where me and Will talk about how like the grind of learning this, of learning and seeing the senior comedian above you, how they handle things. So it, it's been a great experience, and I, I just love the grind. Even and I look at. Every opportunity. So, like, even if I go to the Comedy Zone, if it's an open mic and 30 people, uh, hey, Debbie, can I go last? Because I want to use that as boot camp. Because if I'm in the middle, yeah. up front, I can make people laugh, but I want to try to make that lady with the person a hand. Like, yo, you hurry this shit up. I got to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want, if I can make her laugh, then I'm, I'm in a place where I can, mm-hmm. uh, where I'm progressing. So, 
uh, and get rid of that nervous. If I can do with her, then my nervousness going and like you said, the preparation kind of kind of dispersed from there. So, so let me. Uh, so we, I, I said there would be some talk about my weekend. Uh, I'm gonna set the yes. timer. Okay. It's gonna be much like uh, around the horn. Mm. I'm gonna set my time. I'm giving it two minutes. Okay. Mm. Cause I want to leave the people a little hungry for more. Yeah, and then maybe yeah. next week we can go into more detail. No, they can just go to comedian Will Jacobs uh, on Facebook and my social media. Comedian <laughs> Will Jacobs, and then I'll uh, come back and I'll recap some a little more. But I want people to come to the, you know, I don't want to give it all to the Comedy Zone podcast. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I can't give every morsel. They gotta want to come see my stuff. If I give it all here, what's the point in going to my page? But do you have anything on your page about it, though? <coughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> there Jesus. will be. That's, there the, there that's will be. why. <laughs> there will be. Say it will, Ray. There yes. will be. There will be. There will be. <laughs> well, there right. is. Remember, this doesn't go up till Friday. So, because we're bending time, remember. So, we're recording on Tuesday night. This gives you two full days before the podcast shows up to put some content on your website. About your trip. Okay. Setting the timer for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. And and when it's done, just a hard out. I All mean, right. I'm not even going to be able to say bye to the people if I don't finish. Okay. Mm. Two minutes. So, contest happens. I already knocked a bottle over. That was a waste of time. <laughs> contest happens. Uh, they say you're going to New York. I fly up to New York on uh, Saturday. We shot promo in Times Square. So, uh, Keenan's team... Had us out there standing in, you know, whatever, with people walking by, the whole New York feel, standing out there doing promo about the show. Uh, we did that for a little while, then just kind of went back to the hotel and kicked it a little bit. All the other comedians were great. Shouts out to Joel Byers, Chastity Washington, Dave Hellum. Uh, <clears throat> definitely pulling for Dave. He's got a big interview coming up this week, so sent up a prayer for him earlier. Um, but, yeah, so great people, working with great people. Uh then we went to SNL, which was just like a dream. It was a dream. I mean, we were in line, and you, I just saw the backs of famous people, the way I was positioned. But they go, man, that was Billie Jean King. Because we were in the regular line for SNL, and there was a VIP line for SNL. <laughs> the VIP line, we already A-list line just to get into SNL. They the real, real VIP. So Billie Jean King goes by, Machine Gun Kelly goes by, Michael Keaton goes by. Like, it's just these crazy names going by, mm. right? So eventually we go into the show. Uh, it was amazing watching how SNL runs. Uh, as soon as all the players were finished, they darted off the stage. They're moving the set around. The jazz band was great. They performed for like 10 minutes before. World-class music. They were fantastic. The actors were great. Some of the scenes were right in front of me. The view scene, go look at it. The 80s dance party, both of those were right in front of me. Lauren Michaels walks around looking at people real stern, but he doesn't do much. And then uh, <laughs> then uh, I went to the after party, sat with Keenan at the table, had dinner, had a great time, sat there, talked about the business, talked to Keenan about his career in comedy, went around and saw some celebrities, saw Emma Stone hanging out, saw a number of other people hanging out, tune into Will Jacobs' social media uh, and find out where, who those people were. Uh, and then the next day was Carolines on Broadway, went up to Carolines on Broadway, had my setup there, and you would not believe who was in the audience there. But when I got the Carolina Lions on Broadway, I said, okay, when I come into this performance, I have to. <laughs> Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. 
Talent Wrangler is my call. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.